standing here wondering, will that car pass my way? I'm just standing here wondering, will that car pass my way? I'm going back to my baby, going back there to stay. I know my baby is bound to love me some I know my baby is bound to love me some She throws her arms around me like the circle around the Both of your eyes 
a Easter Sunday too. Every day is a holiday since the day that I found you. Each heaven on earth day feels like a birthday, a May Day rendezvous. 'Cause every day is a holiday since the day that I found you. They ought to hang the flags out. They ought to close those banks, girl. Though it's not November. That, that recording was left over from last week when I did, did a Fats Waller tribute. I hope. Sorry, you missed it. There's no way you can hear it now. It's a radio show. It's gone. It just happens once. That's it. Then it gets lost somewhere up and it goes on to other galaxies. Anyways, Fats Waller. There with uh, every day. Every day's a holiday. Then uh, before that, we opened up the show with Billiken Johnson and Fred Adams with the Interurban Blues. Uh, I'm Courtney T. Edison, your guides are here at WFMU, and I, I, I want to be very serious. I know I joke around a lot. I know you tune in to laugh at me, but I, I really want to be serious now. This is a very serious matter, so I just want to say I want to send my, my radio regards to my pal, uh, Rummy Delbarton. He's... Uh, Rummy, Rummy, you may know, I mention him occasionally. He's the, uh, the impresario behind uh, Del Barton Industries, Rummy Del Barton. Del Barton Industries is the, uh, the global industrial powerhouse that produces many of the fine products. Well, most of the fine products. Okay, okay, all of the fine products which are advertised on the old Codger show. Uh, maybe there was a couple that weren't, but uh, I can't recall what they were. Anyway, Rummy... Hope he's listening. This is very serious. Rummy had brain surgery early this week. No, 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 it wasn't a tumor. Nothing simple like that. 
Remy had a very rare corrective surgery. He, he had a chronic problem that was interfering with his cognition. He couldn't think straight because of this terrible malady. The terrible malady was that he, he had the song, Abba Dabba Honeymoon, stuck in his head. Do you know this song? It's horrible. Oh, what a serious affliction to have the song swirling around in your noggin. And he couldn't stop it from playing in constant rotation. It would play in his head, then it, it got to the end, and it would start again from the beginning. He couldn't sleep. He couldn't work. He couldn't conduct a conversation without being distracted by Abu Dhabi honeymoon. The discomfort, he said, was excruciating. I can imagine. So, Remy, Remy checked himself into the Del Barton University Medical Center, and they performed an emergency procedure to remove the song from his head. And while they were in there, by the way, the brain surgeons also discovered fragments of uh, other songs. <laughs> they found part of I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles and uh, Yes Sir, That's My Baby. And they found residue of uh, Pop Goes the Weasel uh, and also a couple of bad saxophone solos. So just as a precautionary measure, they removed these musical fragments as well. So uh, Remy, you're out there. I know you're currently recovering at the, uh, the Bodenheim Sanitarium in Skillman, New Jersey. Now, you listeners out there, you know Remy, because he's, he's the man whose uh, motto is uh, Del Barton Industries, disproving the adage that the customer is right since 1961. Well, if you want to send him cards or letters, uh, he also welcomes uh, new product ideas, something he can make money on. Uh, just send, send the cards and letters, uh, Remy Del Barton, care of the old Cadger. And uh, the, the address is 43 WFMU Boulevard in Music City, New Jersey. Also, you should uh, include the postal code in the address. I'll give you the postal code. It's been the same postal code since 1924. You should write it down. I'll give it to you. Go get a pencil so you can write it down. I'll wait.
are listening to Sibley RPM Records exclusively here on the Old Kaiser Show on WFMU. I'm Courtney T. Edison here every week. Every week. Uh, we, uh, let's see, the, the set of music we just heard. The first thing was Vivian Green and she uh, played the piano on He's the Man. He's tall and cool. Then, oh, Lonnie Johnson, what a picker. Eh? Swing out rhythm. What a set of fingers. Whoa. Uh, and a Theronius Monk talk about a set of fingers, too, in fact. Two sets, uh, Thelonious Monk Trio with Ruby, my dear. Uh, then we had Joe Benuti on the violin, Eddie Lang. What a set of fingers on the, on the guitar there. Uh, a mug of air they did from Joe and Eddie. Then the Jimmy Lunsford Orchestra with the organ grinder swing. Now, look, this is a public service announcement. I'd like to, uh, especially if you're a man, this is the women, you can go. You can go to the bathroom, you can go make a cup of tea. Women love tea, you know. Uh, you can, this is for the men. Look, if you're a man and you're going outside, regardless of the weather, be sure and wear a hat. A man isn't fully dressed without a hat. 
if you're wearing a spiffy hat, no one will notice if, uh, let's say, you've, you've gone outside not wearing trousers. They won't notice because it's a spiffy hat. Now, I knew this Russian guy who fled the Soviet Union decades ago. Well, he told me, and he was very sincere when he told me, he said that he felt that civilization began to decline when men decided to go outside not wearing hats. He was alarmed to discover when he reached America that in the 1960s, uh, men, men stopped wearing hats. Then, then they started wearing ball caps. That's not a hat. That's a cap. That, a cap, will not forestall the decline of civilization. Men, and I know lots of men are listening to this show, because it's a manly kind of show. Men, wear a hat. Even if there's nothing on your mind, you should at least put a hat on it. Now, my uncle, Engelbert Eckert Edison, he once told me about a bad dream he had. In this bad dream, he went outside without his hat. He woke up in a cold sweat. Then he realized it was just a bad dream. After that, he always wore his hat to bed. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, old Engelbert, he's still alive. He lives here, right down his address. Get a pencil. I'll wait. Oh, you're back with a pencil. Look at that. Uh, he's alive. Engelbert Eckert Edison. He lives at 68 Featherbed Lane in Kingwood, New Jersey. Go visit him. It's a really nice old house. It's a... Well, actually, the house is falling apart. Well, so is Engelbert, now that I think about it. But he always wears his hat. Actually, the hat's kind of falling apart, too. Oh, look... We're going to move on in the show here, because this is a very important part of the show. This is the part of the show where, where we pay the bills. We, we have sponsors, advertisers, unlike the other shows on WFMU. We have sponsors, and they are proud sponsors. So right now, we have another new product placement, courtesy of the, the entrepreneurial geniuses at Del Barton Industries. And here to explain this, this, this marvelous new product. It's a product line, in fact, is our, uh, our, our underpaid and discreetly resentful staff announcer, Gus Bodenheim. Hello, this is Gus Bodenheim. Ah, summer's here, and the word has come down. Americans are largely free to remove the facial masks we've relied upon these many months to keep us hale and hearty. Good news for most, but for Del Barton Wellness Associates, a challenge. As our warehouse shelves strain under the weight of crate after crate of unused masks, why not put your money where your mouth would have been and help this American business proudly try to turn the white elephant in the room into a, you know, the thing. What I have in my hand was a cloth double mask, but it's been transformed by a few deft stitches from a guaranteed PPE powerhouse to a smart, convenient fanny pack. As reliable for toting keys, cash, or walnuts as it used to be for warding off aerosol pathogens. But our innovative adaptations don't stop there. No, not by a long shot. 
Say, do you dare to bear your beach body despite many months of sedentary self-indulgence? Well, have at it, chubsy-ubsy, in this cunningly repurposed two-piece ensemble. Suitable for all genders and then some. Contour-hugging with a slim silhouette, but as capacious as required to accommodate <clears throat> special cargo of any dimension. And for those who, for whatever purpose, prefer to continue conventional facial masking, make your statement with our masks or groovy accessories design. Fire truck red to honor our first responders with a bold M-A-G-A acronym to tell the world that masks are groovy accessories. At Del Barton, we kept our promise. Don't keep your distance. Lucky number. Oh, dreaming of lucky numbers. Hoping that those lucky numbers yeah. will show for me. Numbers only show for you and me. Superstitious. Or even makes me suspicious. Table with 13 dishes. It will make me. That's mommy. Yeah? Yeah, man. Well, okay. Put my trust in group of dust. Cause you know someday may bring you a seven. Or maybe a lucky eleven. Oh, that you'll be in heaven. Lucky number for me. Yeah. Upon you 
that signs ain't no lie. Old age is creeping upon you, shows you're born to die. Boy, once a man, and twice a child. Yeah. Your thoughts are just enough to run you wild. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, you have chance to meet. I love them. You can't do nothing but eat and sleep. Yeah. Old age is creeping upon you. That signs ain't no lie. Old age is creeping upon you. Sure, you're born to die. When you were 22, every night and day. Yeah. You run around and give all your goodie away. Mm-hmm. And now you're so old, nobody wants your kind. Mm-hmm. All you got now is just a willing mind. Why? Cause old age is creeping upon you. That signs ain't no lie. Old age is creeping upon you. Sure, you're born to die. Boy, you seen a gal home last night about half past four. Yeah. And she was living up on the tenth floor. Mm-hmm. You got on the third floor and she looked around. Then what? She saw you was an old man and she turned you down. Yeah. Old age is creeping upon you. That sign ain't no lie. Old age is creeping upon you. Sure, you're born to die. I feel sorry for you. The way you stand, yeah. you need a prescription from your doctor, man. Yeah. But get yourself some medicine before it's too late, uh-huh. so you can get your business. Why? Cause old age done crept upon you. That sign ain't no lie. Old age done crept upon you. Show you born to die. Boy, you can't make good, so you too sad. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell somebody who's your dad? You can tell them now before it's too late. Yeah. And cause somebody gonna get your business straight. Why? Old age is creeping upon you. That sign ain't no lie. Old age is creeping upon you. Show you're born to die. Tolga, a high mountain, a climb as a dreamer, uh-huh. Mount Tolga, Mount Tolga, a high mountain, a climb as a dreamer. Catching me hell to climb the hill, the more I try to climb, I slipping still. My body run down, I'm feeling weak, trying like mad to reach up this mountain peak. I look at the mountain in my dreams. And I thought it was easy, Lord, but the rain start to drizzle And the mountain got slippery, every time I try to make a start They push wrong, the mountain wouldn't part So I pull out my blade and start to chop To clear the passage while I'm walking up
the bush was so thick it had me discouraged. Lord, me poor knife in trouble. Every time I chop, I feel it in me neighbor. I must be chop a cherry tree by mistake. So the handle of the knife began to shake. So I had to stop immediately before the handle break in the cherry tree. Blade back in action since I wipe it, it's in cutting condition. Lord, I cut in with pleasure, whip whap everything to me leisure. When I had an inch or so to go, I never experienced a thing like this before. I get a sudden weakness in me knee, and at last, I chop down the cherry tree. last night and guess what happened what happened mon your grandma was playing the numbers well you just find that out well what do you know hmm? we found out yes we did we found out now we know we found out we found out that grandma plays the numbers we found out yes we did we found out she couldn't keep it hid we found out now That was uh, Wynoni Harris and uh, Grandma Plays the Numbers. Before that, uh, Lloyd Thomas and the Calypso Troubadours sang uh, a song about, uh, it, was, it was a song about it was, it was climbing a mountain, of course. <laughs> it's a song about climbing a mountain named Olga. 
Uh, uh, before that was Coot Grant and Kid Wilson with old age. is creeping up on you. I wouldn't know about anything about that. The Nicholas Brothers sang uh, and tap danced to Lucky Number. And, uh, of course, Gus Bodenheim promoting the new Del Barton line of repurposed facial coverings. Buy those things. They really would be appreciated by Del Barton Industries. They gotta, they gotta move the stuff. You know what I mean? Look. Hey, this, this, they're going to get serious again. This is very important. <laughs> Everything I say is important. And I expect you to pay attention. And get a pencil so you can write down what I'm saying. Take notes. This, there was big news at WFMU this week. This is WFMU. It's a radio station. There's big news at WFMU this past week. The Jersey City tax assessor wanted, the tax assessor wanted to revoke WFMU's property tax exemption. The reason he gave was that even though WFMU is non-profit, uh, present company excluded, like we've always earned a tiny profit on the old Kaiser show because we proudly accept advertisements. Anyway, the reason the tax assessor gave is that he didn't think WFMU was, uh, quote, educationer, unquote. That's right. It's not educationer. That was the assessment of the uh, assessor. That's what he assessed. Well, what would cause any sentient being to reach that conclusion? Let me guess. He actually listened to the station. At any time other than this, uh, informative and scholarly program, of course. Imagine seeking educational content on WFMU. And instead, what you hear Fabio or... Ken Friedman, or any of the other knuckle-headed DJs on the schedule, present company excluded. Now, actually, I just want to say, I, on behalf of the station, in defense of the station, I think that this tax assessor is missing the point. WFMU is indeed educational in, in some curious respects. It can teach people, it can teach people how to endure the painful emissions radiating from WFMU's transmitting tower. It can teach people, it can teach people, teach, okay, about the ugly noises that pass for music among today's young people, especially the, uh, the, the bottom-feeding DJs here at WFMU. At, it's a, I'm going to underline this, it's a learning experience to hear these kids on the radio stumble through pointless monologues and mispronouncing three-syllable words. I think it can demonstrate quite conclusively, to an empirical degree, how bad radio can be and still have the gall to call itself radio. You know, I sometimes think WFMU's very existence is a lie. This is the station that proclaims we'd like to teach the world to sing off-key. The station motto should be defining education down, one segue at a time. Yeah, there's a lot to learn by keeping your dial set to 91.1. Hostages in war have suffered less than our listeners. Some hostages, anyway, I'll concede. Oh, and by the way, the distax assessor also claimed that the WFMU has a tenant in the building who pays rent. Well, we do have a nail spa on the first floor, but it's strictly for our staff. Now, look, we're going to move back into the musical part of the show, and if there's anyone who can educate the young people these days. 
anyone who can teach people the facts of life, and that is very important to learn, it would be none other than Sophie Tucker. Almost every day, I hear some kind friends say, Sophie dear, I think you're much too stout. Right away they suggest the diet they think best. They make me sick, I wish they'd cut it out. I don't want to get thin, I don't want to get thin. Why should I, when I'm all right as I am? Those slender-waisted mamas, they make me laugh. My goodness, men like to see a little fore and aft. I don't want to reduce, furthermore, what's the use? When the men follow me around like Mary's lamb. The girls who talk of dieting, gee, they get on my nerves. If you want to keep your husband straight, show him a lot of curves. I don't want to get thin. You can laugh and you can grin, but I'm doing very well the way I am. Miss Tucker, I think you could do with a pound less or two. <laughs> look what's talking. If he'd close one eye, he'd look like a needle. Mind your own business, Teddy. I'm satisfied to be the way I am. I've got a lot of what I've got, and my friends love it. Mind you, they're no vegetarians. They like their meat and plenty of it. Well, I think you could spare a pound here or there. Nobody is asking you, young man. Keep your mind on your music. I can't when you're around. Look where I am not. I can't see that far. All right, I'll buy you some field glasses. I'm fat, and I know it, and I intend to stay fat. Miss Tucker, you shouldn't say fat. In the best places, they say one is stout. <laughs> In the best places, I'm fat. As I was saying, folks, I'll eat anything. Anything? Anything. You won't eat ham. Well, we leave politics and religion out of this. I've noticed one thing, girls. You can store this in your dome. All the married men who run after me have skinny wives at home. You'll have to be much thinner to attract the young sheiks. Don't worry, I'm doing all right with the Spaniards and the Greeks. I don't want to lose weight. The boys tell me I'm great and my sweetheart loves me just the way I am. I have no fear that he'll go chasing round with other mamas. He may find one who will fill my shoes but not my pajamas. I don't care what I weigh. I eat pie every day. I hate pineapples and I don't care for lamb. I'll tell you very frankly, I weigh 163. But many a sunny boy has tried to climb upon my knee. And I don't want to get thin. You can laugh and you can grin. But I'm doing very well the way I am. Give 
girl a song They'll be dancing in the moonlight All night long I don't care what the day may bring If the birds won't sing And the bells won't ring If the night will bring A moon, a tune, and you Thank you. 
Marcia was a prodigy since he was a kid of three. He could play a rhapsody as good as they come. But as strange as it may be, Yasha hated melody. He had a yen for timpani. He longed to play a drum. When his mama made him practice on his fiddle every day, he'd stop right in the middle and he'd say, Mama, I want to make rhythm. Don't want to make music. Just want to go skip it. My game flow good. Skilly bop was good. Dippy bop was bad. Mama, I want to go hot shot. Don't want to go boom bop. Just want to go skip it. The flag gang, the gap up, the school dude, spans and set and spans with. I've got no desire to carry a Stradivarius, but there's no limit of primitive tom tom in my tum tum. Mama, I wanna make rhythm, don't wanna make music. Just wanna go flinging the gang gang, the school dude, the skilly bamboo, the bendelibe. band, the music's grand and the stakes are good and thick. The candlelight helps my appetite and the cocktails start to kick. Now let me tell you, pal, I ain't the kind of a gal who wouldn't like a little fun. But a party drags when a fella brags and brother, that's all you've done. Don't you know no common folks, just plain old guys and gals? Can't you exist and not insist on presidents for pals? If you talk a minute, there's a millionaire in it and it's getting pretty plain to see. If you don't know no common folks, you wouldn't get along with me. so put out when I talk about a crooner I call Bing. You call him Harry Lillis, and you taught him how to sing. From Milton Berle to Minnie Pearl, you know him every one. I suppose you used to get your tan right under the same old sun. Don't you know no common folks, just plain old guys and gals? Can't you exist and not insist on presidents for pals? If you talk a minute, there's a millionaire in it, and it's getting pretty plain to see. If you don't know no common folks, you wouldn't get along with me. 
So you know a king is that a thing to spend an evening on? Why, a billionaire is hiding hair and flesh and blood and bones. You're some big wheel in a business deal with a fortune on the hook. <laughs> you got a Cadillac complex bud with a hot rod pocketbook. Don't you know no common folks, just plain old guys and gals? Can't you exist and not insist on presidents for pals? If you talk a minute, there's a millionaire in it, and it's getting pretty plain to see. If you don't know no common folks, you wouldn't get along with me. I gotta put my 78 away and get out of here. We had uh, that was Roberta Lee with Common Folks. Uh, before that was Cab Galloway and his orchestra with Mama. I want to make rhythm. Uh, the Dave Brubeck Octet. That was a 78 RPM record. Fugue on Bop themes. And then Ruth Edding. Before that was Dancing in the Moonlight. And Sophie Tucker with I Don't Want to Get Thin. Sophie Tucker, a very educational song. That's why we have a uh, property tax exemption here, WFMU. Look, this is Courtney, the Old Codger. I want to say that starting in the second week of June, uh, this is the Old Codger, Philco Cheap Cigar Boudoir, that's the program, will move to Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Now, under the terms of our legal settlement with Fablio, that's right, <laughs> we won a resounding victory in court. And under the terms imposed by the judge, a restraining order will go into effect. And, uh, and, and we, me and Rhoda Bell and everybody else, were not allowed to be within 50 yards of any building that Fabio was in. That's what a victory looks like to us. And it tastes like a fragrant Rancho Malario cigar. Also, look, during discovery, it was revealed that Fabio is holding secret meetings during his program to plan a robot apocalypse. Now, we knew that Fabio was a nuisance and a stooge, but now we also know he's dangerous. Well, the restraining order does not go into effect until the second week of June, so uh, if Fabio is here next week, we can still torment him at the end of his program. Well, this is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County, at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Your, your pedal experimenters really are obnoxious. One never knows, do one? Welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy Wyatt. I'm Hardy White. Join me now, won't you, as we create an island in time together using the sands of our, not our imagination, but real sand, but then an imaginary form of construction. Let me give you some details. So the first thing we do is we dream, and then we take that dream and we add this chemical. You can totally get it online. I'll give you the address. And it makes it into a sort of a powder. And then you take that powder, and then you sprinkle that on your head, put a cloth on it, and sleep like that. Oh, my friend, I'm so glad you dropped by. Your timing is always perfect. You seem to show up just as I have something to say. Well, really, I have nothing to say, but feel like talking. Please come in. You will notice that I am working at something. Yes, I am trying to make an island 
in time, an island in time, like Gilligan's Island? Yes, very... No, I'm not sure. See, I haven't made it yet, so I don't know what it looks like. It may look like Gilligan's Island. It may look like some other type of island, Tom Sawyer's Island, the island where all the bad children go in Pinocchio and they turn into asses, donkeys, that is, and they smoke cigars and they play pool. And that aspect is kind of cool, and I should have some sort of uh, mid-century basement down here where you could play snooker or pachinko or something. We could have a drink and visit because we need to be together. So why make this island in time? Well, I want to give us some place to go to escape from the past and the future. And you say, are you talking about the present? Well, those are very difficult to make. Do you ever try to make a now? It's so tiny, you can't really work with it. Have you ever carved a, a hare, a rabbit? No, a homophone. Something very small is often useless if it's too small. And I feel like now, I don't even know when that is. I was told this once, that what now is really is the process of the perceiver. That is, it's only something that is noticed by a noticer. Otherwise, it's meaningless. Uh, the past and the future. What do you mean? Oh, that sounds very philosophical. How do you know about things like that? I don't. I was sitting in front of a grocery store, as is my want, is the name of the grocery store, and I would sit there and sometimes just stare into, uh, stare into space, or really into the parking lot, which is not in space, it's, in the, it's on Earth. And I would look out there, but you know, you just get kind of dreamy. And maybe people mistake that for having deep thoughts, but I'm not having deep thoughts. I'm not sure I'm having any thoughts. They've flown away from me, and I haven't noticed they're gone yet. And so I sit there, a sort of wonderful shell of myself, that's it, like a cicada skin. I sit there on that bench in front of that grocery store, and people come up and they talk to me like I'm real, and not just a, a cicada shell or a statue. I was talking to that statue of Ben Franklin for 20 minutes, and I should have known. I said, wow, I wonder why his skin and his clothes are the same tone. But people often dress very drably these days, so it does take a while for you to notice. But the stillness, oh, it's the stillness. If something is not leaving a trail or, or pointing towards a goal, it's hard to know it's existing. Boy, there's nothing more in the now than something that's not moving. So that thing is stuck. It's neither in the past or the future. Maybe it's on an island in time, 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 time. Here we are on our island. Are we marooned there? Sort of, I guess. But where would we go? Here, look at the sea of possibilities. Oh, that's interesting. It isn't, though. It's just a sea. Is there possibilities in it? There might be. It's unfathomable. There's big fish in it that have things that dangle off their foreheads that maybe you want to eat, and you go to eat it. This forehead lure, and then they eat you. Now, is there a human equivalent? Do people sometimes project something from their foreheads and you go, that looks like something I'd like to have a bite. That looks like a chip or something. And then they consume you. Now, they might do this emotionally so you don't recognize it. So what you want to do is you want to know what is the hunk of baloney on a hook for my emotions and everything, and then not bite. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be careful. 
because I'll get myself into a situation where one of these angler fish that does not even need eyes, such as there, they can detect when, when, uh, when there's a small fish or there's prey. And I guess there's a combination of that and uh, loneliness that draws people to sit down next to me on this bench. So I'll s sit there in front of the grocery store and I'm thinking nothing. And then someone will sit down and nine times out of ten, it'll be a, a historic philosopher. Truly. I won't notice this right away because they'll be dressed in contemporary clothing. And they will smell like, I don't know, axe. Sometimes I can't put my finger on it. I was sitting the other day in a chair. It was like at a cafe, and there was a very powerful fan because it was a warm day. And as people would pass in front of that fan, they, it would blow their fragrance onto me, their cologne. A lot of them were, thank goodness, were wearing a perfume or cologne in excess. So much so that just shedding molecules of ester. So I was smelling all these wonderful things. Wow, some people really have very nice scents. What's the common sense? Oh, enough with your puns and homophones. You do notice that as a speaking uh, endeavor. I speak on the radio, and there's no real caption, so sometimes it... It's hard to say, what does he mean, heir? Does he mean like somebody who inherits a dead person's money? Or does he mean something you breathe in? Or can you put them poetically together and imagine snorting your grandchildren? No. I, uh, oh, I took a sip of something and an ice cube wanted to kill me. I know that. It was trying to choke me. It's trying to jump down my throat. I was too quick for it. Hey, I'm busy. I'm too busy. I don't have time for you, Demise. First of all, I have to get to the end of the show. And it is an island in time. I'm thinking, though, it's so small. Here's the thing about now when it comes to human beings and all. Um, now can be a few minutes long, right? So the present, you can kind of stretch it out. And I think if I just constantly remind you of what I did at the beginning of this hour, then we can all condense it into something that is manageable and memorable. And then the hour will seem like an instant, and we'll it'll be able to be a now. And we won't think about the past or the future. How are you going to make people laugh without the past? What do you mean? Well, a lot of times you'll say, oh, isn't it funny that, uh, you know, Scatman Crothers did the voice of Metal Ark Lemon on the 1970s Harlem Globetrotters cartoon? And I will say, yes, and everyone who is 50 will laugh. Uh, so, yes, I do use the past. If that, That's how I know that, well, we don't know it happened. Because there's an old, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if this comes from a dorm room in the 70s or something, but somebody said, maybe the world is as it was made 10 minutes ago. So everything, you know, all that past, is we all remember that, but we don't really remember it. It's just... It was created, memories and all, 10 minutes ago. 